Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 5th, 2018, the Bring Out Your Dead edition. First up, a story from the FCPA blog that former SNC Lavalin chief has pled guilty in a bribery case. Former CEO Paris Dunham had pled guilty Friday to helping a public servant commit a breach of trust. His sentence was 20 months house arrest and 240 hours of community service. He had been set to go to trial this week, and he had 14 other charges against him dropped. There is still an outstanding trial of uh, SNC Lavalin, which uh, is scheduled to go to trial at some point this year. Uh, The company has tried to uh, settle with prosecutors, but they will not agree to uh, a remediation agreement to resolve the fraud and corruption charges relating to the company's work in Libya. Next up, many will remember uh, several years ago when $81 million was stolen from the Central Bank of Bangladesh uh, through a series of wire transfer instructions to the SWIFT bank account through the SWIFT um, routing system to the uh, U.S. Federal Reserve. The uh, infield traders uh, game the system, uh, working on weekends in both Bangladesh and U.S. United States. The money was transferred to a bank in the Philippines, and the Central Bank of Bangladesh has sued this uh, bank in the Philippines. It's going to be a very interesting suit to see how immersed the Filipino bank was in this issue. In a a very damning piece in the National Law Journal, um, it details how the uh, Covington and Burling lawyer Peter Lichtenbaum lost the monitorship of ZTE for his remarks uh, before the last election as a never-Trumper. This is in clear violation of the U.S. Supreme Court uh, protection of contractors, Uh, for political uh, statements and free speech. Nevertheless, the Department of Concert literally trans, um, or rather um, scheduled his uh, selection as a monitorship and pulled it after the press releases were written, but before they were released. And finally, uh, in a story that you might think uh, was Wells Fargo, but actually was from uh, a a bank in Australia, (coughs) it was that a royal commission appointed by the Australian government found that the country's banking and financial service industry has built Australian customers literally for years and in many cases uh, had charged people after they had died, not only for services they didn't lead or, in of course, Wells Fargo's case, false and fraudulent accounts, but they charged the dead. So no doubt channeling their inner Monty Python uh, did not call for customers to bring out their dead because they didn't know or didn't want to know that the people had died so they could continue to charge them. Sometime art imitates life. This is Tom Fox. If you have any ideas for the daily compliance news, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I'd love to hear from you. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at compliance through the lens of movies, both current 
contemporary movies, and classic movies. Also premiering in December. And finally, Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine have premiered their new podcast, Great Women on Compliance. I hope you will check that out. It's a great podcast series. We have several other offerings that we are in production, and we'll go live after the first of the year on the Compliance Podcast Network.